You are are listening to Making Bank, where we uncover the mindset and success strategies of the top 1% so you can amplify your life and your business. Welcome to Making Bank. I am Josh Felber, where we uncover the mindset and the success strategies of the top 1% so you can amplify your life and your business today. Super excited for today's guest back again on the show. Ariel Garten is probably one of the most interesting people you will ever meet. She's a neuroscientist, mom, former psychotherapist, former fashion designer, and co-founder and visionary of an amazing, highly successful tech startup called Muse. And if you don't know, Muse tracks your brain during meditation to give you real-time feedback, as well as guiding you into the zone and solving the problem most of us have when we start starting a meditation practice. Muse lets you know when you are doing it right, because we don't ever really know when when we're meditating. With no formal business background, I personally raised 18 million to found Muse from Silicon Valley investors, as well as Ashton Kutcher. Muse is now used by hundreds of thousands of people to start or deepen their meditation practice, including by the Mayo Clinic. Now, something super cool, the Muse S also uses advanced EEG technology to track how well you focus, sleep, and recharge. Super important to us entrepreneurs. And this is forthcoming right now (laughs) in the digital sleeping pill, an intelligent Muse experience which helps you fall asleep fast, and if you've ever woken up, encourages you to fall back into sleep. Ariel and Muse have been featured in over 1,000 articles, including CNN, Forbes, Fortune, Popular Science, New York Times, Wall Street Journal, GQ, Men's Health, O Magazine, and Wired. Her mission in life is to help people understand how their brain and their mind work, both the nuts and bolts and those neurons, and how well that plays out in a messy and beautiful human experience of living. She inspires people to understand that they can accomplish anything they want by understanding what actually goes on in your mind. So super excited to welcome Ariel Garten back to Making Bank today. So the audio that's being generated, some of it is meditations, some of it is actually a soundscape that's built from your body that entrains your body into sleep. Okay. And then, and we also have sleep stories because some people love listening to bedtime stories. So we have a range of content. You can choose what works for you. And that content is actually modulated based on your state of awakeness. So when you're awake and you're like, you know, mind wandering, the content is there. It's loud. It's grabbing your attention and taking you out of your wandering thoughts. Once it's got your attention, it starts to slowly soften, which becomes a cue for your brain to actually fall asleep. And we can watch, not we, but the device can see when you're starting to fall asleep, when you're entering the hypnagogic state, when you're starting to enter phase one sleep, and it modulates it in a way that tells your brain like, hey, it's okay, you can fall asleep now. And then it totally shuts off. If you wake up again, it will turn back on with you. And then again, walk your brain back into sleep. And it's not like doing anything to your brain. It's not zapping. It's just modulating the sound that you're hearing, but modulating in such a way that it becomes a cue for your brain for sleep. So sleep is incredibly important to be the best you. So when you get less than six hours of sleep per night, you end up with a compromised immune system. You uh, potentially have a lot more difficulty losing weight because it shifts your satiety signals and your hormones associated with hunger and fat tension. Lack of sleep also impacts your cognitive function. And I mean, we all know that intuitively, Mm -hmm. but in a number of different studies on 
cognitive function and sleep, one of the strongest things that's demonstrated is lack of sleep impairs your decision making. So as an entrepreneur, we know that's incredibly important. <laughs> right. Lack of sleep also impacts your emotional self-regulation. So we know a little kid when they haven't slept, they're super cranky and they just cannot emotionally self-regulate. Well, as adults, we do the same thing. We just hide it much better. So when you're not sleeping, you get cranky, you get angry, you get hyper-emotional, and again, becomes hard to manage your day, manage your relationships, and manage your decision-making. So sleeping better is essential. If there's, you know, one thing, two things you can do for your longevity, I would say it is exercise and sleeping well. You really create this virtuous 24-hour cycle when you can meditate during the day and then sleep better at night. So when you meditate during the day, what you're doing is you're learning to improve your focus, improve your attention, and take your mind out of your wandering thoughts, decrease your anxiety, and decrease your cortisol levels. When it then comes to nighttime, the main reason most of us say we can't sleep is because our head is just spinning with ideas. We just can't stop the thinking. And so when you learn in your meditation practice to be able to take your mind out of those thoughts and put it on something neutral, the act of falling asleep, regardless of what else you're using, becomes much easier. And actually in our studies, we found that simply using the Muse Mind Meditation, a focused attention meditation before bedtime, even that helps you sleep because you're learning the act of shutting down your brain voluntarily. And then you're going into sleep with less stress, less anxiety, less cortisol in your system. You can get a better deeper night's sleep. You wake up in the morning, more emotionally self-regulated, more cognitively present, do better at your meditation, better at your day, better at falling asleep in this great feed forward cycle. And that light really makes a difference even in the middle of the day. So if you've stopped your caffeine consumption at noon and you're starting to feel sleepy at like two, three o'clock, you're like, what do I do? Well, the best thing to do is light and exercise. So substitute what would have been your three or four o'clock caffeine hit with a hop on the exercise bike or 10 jumping right. jacks and a little walk outside in the sunshine. And you will find that that's going to pick you up and it'll pick you up in a natural way without the caffeine hit. And it'll help you sleep that night rather than hinder it. Awesome. So my next big highlight is alcohol. So lots of people uh, use booze to put themselves to sleep and it does okay. not work. You may become sleepy due to the alcohol. However, what you're doing is you're disrupting your deep sleep. So your mm -hmm. delta rhythms will not be as deep in your deep sleep. And actually the alcohol will wake you up three to four hours later when you get a little sugar hit. So no booze before you go to bed. And think about food and how it might impact your sleep. And it turns out that it can have a pretty profound impact. Typically, you want to stop eating about three hours before bedtime. Some of you intermittent fast, so you're stopping much before. Um, but some people wake up in the middle of the night because they're hungry. So mm, if you find you're okay. waking up in the middle of the night, you might want to do like just a couple spoons of nut butter or something that would still be on your keto diet before sure. you go to bed. And you might actually find that that tides you through the night and you're no longer doing your midnight wake up. Now, if you do wake up because you're hungry, do not eat because that's going to set your circadian <laughs> rhythm to wake it, up yeah. every night. Like, <laughs> don't do eat? that. No, 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 no. But if you're finding that you're hungry in the night, just eat a little snack at, you know, bedtime. Midnight snack is not terrible for you because it can actually help you sleep. And particularly if you do carbs, if a little carb and a little protein is the right combination to help your body become okay. sleepy and have the nutrients it needs through the night.
the main thing that a good night's sleep is going to look like is the first four hours of your night is when you're going to get your most deep sleep. And the second okay. four hours of your night, if you're an eight hour sleeper, is when you're going to get your most REM sleep. So uh, you should okay. see about 50% of your sleep be in stage two. Um, and then about two hours of that be in of your sleep be in deep sleep and two hours of your sleep be in REM sleep. And you see them go in cycles. So as you fall asleep, you're going to start in phase one. And phase one sleep is interesting. You usually don't even feel like you're asleep then. It's kind of like that half sleep state. You're in, it's called hypnagogia right. where you have all those visualizations. And if somebody wakes you up, you're like, I don't think I was sleeping, but you really were. Then you drop into, <laughs> yeah, then you drop into phase two, then you drop into deep sleep. And then for the first half of the night, the first three to four hours, we cycle between deep sleep and stage two sleep, deep sleep, stage two sleep, maybe a little REM, then deep sleep, stage two. The second half of the night is all about REM. You probably will see no deep sleep and only REM sleep. So spike up to REM, stage two, REM, stage two, REM, stage two, then awakening. Awesome. Guys, I hope you guys are really taking notes. Listen to what Ariel's having to say. Just like all the tips that we've talked about for sleep, as well as how it's going to help you perform better, be better you for your family, for your business, everything you have going on. Make sure to rewind, watch, listen to this again. Take those notes. Start tons of different stuff she implemented, even if you don't have the Muse S or anything right now. And then go get out, check it out, and then enhance your sleep. Figure out how you're sleeping, what you can do to improve it, and you know, and then just be you know a better you. It was an honor to have you on the show. Thank you for coming back on and just excited to get this information to sleep out to people. Uh, and again, for co coming back on Making Bank today. My joy and pleasure. Thank you, Josh. It's always fun to be with you. I am Josh Felbert. You are watching Making Bank. Get out and be extraordinary. Thank you for listening to Making Bank. If you have enjoyed this episode, please leave a review and sharing is caring. Follow Josh Felber on Facebook, YouTube, and Instagram for more. You can also listen to Making Bank on Amazon Alexa, Spotify, iHeartRadio, and watch on Apple TV, Success Thinkers Network, Amazon Fire, and YouTube.